0: Hello,
1: all. Welcome back to the Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and today we have my friend, Adam, from Adam Tech Tools over on Instagram. I call him Adam M because I always mess up trying to say his last name, but he's going to be our guest speaker today. Um, Adam has loved messing around with computers since he was about 11 or so. He took his love for all things computer and went to college, determined that to be his major in college. He had a lot of different jobs and a lot of different industries. None of them were really computer related though, but because of his love for all things programming, coding, computer stuff, he ended up always being that one guy in the office that you call for help. When something goes awry and it is technology related, Adam was that guy. He's gonna share with us a little bit about that story and talk to us about how when he finally realized that he should be using his coding skills and not just as a hobby or as the the go-to guy in the office, But actually as a business that he enjoyed and loved doing and how that was a major turning point for him so let's get into it shall we all right friends as i told you i have my awesome friend adam here with us today and i'm super excited for you guys to get to hear from him adam thank you so much for coming on and joining me i'm super excited to get to hear from you today are you are you all ready for this
0: I am ready. Hello. Thank you for having me on your podcast. This is wonderful. Oh, the pleasure is mine, my friend.
1: The pleasure is mine. All right. So in your notes, you said that you discovered computer programming when you were around 11 or so, and that you have always been fascinated by what was possible. So I want you to start with what your first computer was and just share whatever you're comfortable with in the story of how you went from your first computer, your journey of learning and figuring all this stuff out up until where you are today, doing the things that you're doing today. I know pretty big story range there, right? But I know <laughs> you can
0: handle it, so. Yes, <laughs> well, if I was- two? Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, if I was 20 years old, it would be shorter, but I, fortunately, I'm not 20 years old. I've got some age, so anyway, um, but I'm still a kid at heart, so. Um, <laughs> so yeah so it was i think i was around 11 i don't remember the exact i I don't know if i I, i'm assuming i saw it you know because this is the time when it was like early 80s or it was like you know three channels or i don't think we i don't think we had cable we had those three main channels it was commercial so i'm assuming i saw a texas instrument computer on a commercial i'm i don't remember having friends that had it so that's the only thing i could see why i saw it or whatever so I asked. I asked my mom. I said, "Hey, you know, I, can I take my savings? You know, kids always have savings and whatever. And you know, can I buy this uh, this computer? And so she supported me. She got it. So now I, I'm like, wow, I have a computer. You know, and it, if anyone it was used to the Texas Instruments, you know, uh, uh, what was it, TI-4A computer? You know, you had actually you had a, an extended, you had an actual cartridge, almost a like game cartridge, you stick it in the console and to give you extra RAM." you know, extra memory, which probably, I don't remember where it was, but we're talking probably megabytes, if that. <laughs>
1: was. I, yeah, I'm not familiar with the computer aspect of it. I just remember <laughs> that the Texas instruments were always like the, the super fancy calculators I always had to get for math classes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they started with the calculators and then they moved on to the computer. So I don't know how successful they were. I mean, that was my first one. Um, nice. So it just, you know, had the keyboard and allowed you to do, it was just called basic. So basically it was like, you know, print hello, go to line 10 and then, you know, repeat stuff, you know, and then you can also, you know, do like little Sprite, you know, pixels and you can okay. make, so my brother would take a piece of graph. He, he was always good with doodling and he would make a little, he would take a graph paper and he would make, you know, like, I think it was at that point, it was eight by eight or something and he would do just a blocky. So is that literally you see the blocks, you know, when you actually did the picture, uh, pixels onto the. The sprites and created a little like not game but we would create little characters and and have you know a guy like holding an arrow blocky guy and then he would you know uh, launch it at, at something and it would just you know travel and then i would have a little like fuck you know sound effect right. that's <laughs> but, awesome that's awesome um but it, it always fascinated me that here it is i'm typing commands right and I can visually see, in this case, it was visual because, you know, here it is, I'm doing something on the screen, that what I did in these commands made something happen, you know, and I'm like, what, you know, I just expanded, it was just like, you know, as a kid, you know, I'm like, whoa, what, what can I do, you know, so.
1: It's like mind blown, right, understanding the makings of the universe right there.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think, (laughs) you know, being, you know, even now today, I'm just, there, but now there's just so much, you know. I, I, yeah, I kind of get overwhelmed, but you know, technology, you can go down a whole bunch of rabbit holes. But I, my, my eyes always widen. It's like, oh, whoa, what's that? Wow, you know, <laughs> I still feel like a kid, you know.
1: <laughs> Love that. So you ended up going to um, college. You majored in oh. college. You majored in computers with
0: college. So- yes. So college was not for me. Let me just start by saying. It. Uh, though I found out so I but I did go to college um, and I'm like well they're like pick a major I'm like well I don't know I mean I, I, at this point I, I was very I wasn't very good at high school you know just socially I just I was awkward and like we all are at that age I guess and uh, I didn't know what I mean I barely know what I want to do now at the age I am now <laughs> <a little laughs> when I was you know, coming <laughs> out of high school like what do you want you know I was like pick a pick something I'm like I don't right know, what, what do I want to do and they're like and because you know out of high school i'm just like oh, no school i can hang out with friends i can i could go get a job i could go hang out with my you know, whatever <laughs> you know school you know so unfortunately school lost but you know i did school for a while um and i did drop out but um for the time that i was there a year and a half whatever it was uh i did do data structures as they called it and they the language that was set up in the mainframes of the school we used because so basically, my school was okay. A bunch of courses, but I, I skipped all those courses. Didn't go, and I just would just go to the computer lab. <laughs> so <laughs> not good. So yeah. So they kind of told me, okay, this is not for me. Right. <laughs> so right. Unfortunately. But oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, finish your finish Well, Why would you say so? that just kind of told me, you know, you know, I mean, that was just my, my love of like, Oh, they have a whole computer, you know, computer room and it was was a mainframe hooked up to the dummy terminals, whatever, but you know, I could do, do stuff. And, and of course, I don't know if you're familiar with the language Pascal, which was kind of on its way out back then. (laughs) And it's kind of dead now.
1: I think I remember, I remember being like in a typing class or something or computer 101 class and they had something like that.
0: It rings. Yeah. Out. In high school, in, in high school we had we had Apple IIEs with the five and a quarter floppy. I know I'm dating myself, but uh, um and they same actually boat. had go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying I'm in the same boat. I'm right there with you because I remember right. stuff. So. Exactly. <laughs> so we had to have one disc to boot it up and then one disc to save your work. Okay. So yeah. and on that computer, they actually had a version of Pascal um on that. So then when I got into the the college thing, I was like, oh, Pascal was more advanced, you know, but of course it was called data structures. So basically it taught more structured of, you know, how it, you know, what the, you know, from, from everything, you know, like what's languages and stuff, Um, which I'm glad I have that because it gave me a good base, but because of course I left, I didn't have access anymore, but over the years, I, I, I've always done better working on my own um, or learning on my own, which is what I did. As I graduated different computers and stuff and learned, um, I think because I can learn at my own pace and just trial and error and be like, oh, what's this? And and just do this. And I would spend hours and hours on one certain thing, you know, instead of instead of something somebody saying, okay, you have to do this now. And I don't know. I guess that just just like I said, the school for me didn't work, uh, but it's not for everybody.
1: Right. Well, there was no pressure. I mean, like you said, you could go at your own pace. Sorry. I was like, what in the world? We don't usually have like jets to fly over, but apparently a really big one just like right over the house. (laughs) I was like, what is the noise? The world is coming to an end. Um, No, I love that. I love that you, you... you might look at like, oh, I dropped out, dah, 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 dah. but I love the fact that early on, you were fully aware of who you were and how you learned what your learning style was and like fully leaned into it and embraced it. However, that looked like for you, whatever the end result of that is, got you to where you are today, but you leaned into knowing how you learned and what that was about. Cause I think that's an important thing to, uh, for people to be aware of, you know,
0: yeah, th- there was, believe me, there was a lot of, of regret, and not even regret, there was like, you know, oh, I failed, oh, I'm a failure, I left, there was a lot of that, you know, I mean, my, you know, it was all my head game as we go, yeah. but as I realized that that was all, you know, BS, and I'm like, all right, it's only my head, Just yeah. move on, you know, and so yeah. as I got older, I realized that's, that's not no good, just move forward, Put it aside. And it taught me that, you know, it just, I needed to do that to know that that wasn't for me. And then, you know, I found the way that that it was.
1: Exactly. Love that. And that's quite a big jump from going from the Texas Instruments computer to the bigger ones in the computer lab. So, where did you go after that? So, after you. Um, left school and you weren't going into the computer lab stuff anymore I know you said that you've had a couple of different kind of jobs throughout your years but you always ended up coming back to the computer stuff because you were always the computer fix-it guy in whatever office that you were located in Um, so how did you transition all of that where did you go after the college stuff
0: so after the college stuff now it's like Oh, guess I need to get a job. <laughs> so, um, and of course, my hobby- one of
1: those harsh realities we all have to face at some point, right? We're like,
0: damn it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, I have to enter the job force. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, gradually, you know, as as I had the the funding and, and whatever, got got money, got whatever over the years, it changed from you know Texas Instruments to then it was even after that was the Commodore sixty four, and then after that was just PCs. Uh, And just you know, different different things, different platforms I can load and whatever. Anyway, so after that, I got into so my first main job was actually I I said, okay, let me let me start. You know, let me go work for a or not a recruiter. What is it called? Um, um, temporary uh, temporary office or you know where they hire. Like a temp agency where they hire. Temp agency. Thank you. Thank you. Good thing of the word. Um, so let me start there and then they, they can present me wherever and I can build up experience so that was my whole right. point right so the first job they actually sent me into was that actually was an on and off thing for years um, in the same group which was fortunate which for me because that way you know even though there were periods that were I had to substitute find other jobs in between that when I wasn't there but it was with uh, AT&T uh, and just so I got to see like the, the obviously you know they have divisions within divisions within divisions, you know, one of these large. So I got to see the workings of this, a large corporation. Right. Um, and even then I, I got to, you know, so like, you know, we, would there, you know, be meetings about, Oh, Hey, we, we got to have, you know, this, let's have this kind of report or this and print this out or whatever. And, and I was always the one that explored, you know, I'd find PCs or computers that were on in uh, uh, um What's that called not offices cubicles cubicles that were just never been used and it's kind of used for storage right and so i would go through all the storage stuff i'm like oh they have all these programs they own these right <laughs> so I'm like some of them were like the old drawing programs and all this I'm like mm-hmm. you realize you can you have there that does charting and everything and then like my supervisor was like oh i didn't know we had that <laughs> so i was always the guy that like brought it resurrected it basically and said hey you could we could put charts on here there you go you know um, so
1: like went in, and you know that kind of makes it sound like they're the bad guy here because they were a large corporation and they kept having you come back over the years instead of just being like, come and run our department full time for us. Man, those suckers.
0: <laughs> well, you know, for them, it's it, it was cheaper to, to pay you know whatever the you know of course whatever they were paying the the temp agency and then I, I get a percentage out of that whatever the I don't remember what it was. It wasn't very much back then, but. Uh, if they were actually hiring me, they'd have to be paying more out of pocket, right, for a full-time employee. So they got they got the best uh, best of both worlds. So um, you know, it's uh, it was just uh, it was just quite an experience. So, wow, Adam, that does sound like that was quite an
1: experience. Now, I know that you have some new things that are coming up and going on. If you would tell us about them, like your podcast and things that you have going on. I know you were just telling me a little bit
0: about it, but tell us what you've got going on, what you've got coming up. Um, well, I have a few things coming up. So I've, I'm revamping my website. So My website's, uh, you know, a new design. Finally, <laughs> I got that, and that going. Um, And there'll be choices, actually be things to do, excuse me. Um, And so, you know, it's going to be set up as more of a toolbox. Like people can, you know, can use some free tools and uh, there's some paid tools as well. But, uh, and then outside of that, I have a project that I did that I created, a a podcast host with somebody else. And we have this uh, um, podcast series for Word, uh, all about WordPress and, you know, what's the best way? questions and answers. So it's, it's been a fun project. What's the podcast called? Uh, it's just called The WordPress Shop. The WordPress Shop. And is it live now or still just in the works? It is live now. Yes. Woo-hoo. Yes. We're working on the the, the current format. Uh, so the first, we're up to the fourth one, but it's live. Uh, so the first one, the first few had different formats uh and then the last one is a little bit better format but we're getting there you know all the kinks are getting out
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah most definitely and is it, do you, is it on um like apple podcasts spotify all that stuff or is it hosted?
0: Didn't, yeah I, I only put it on apple uh uh podcast currently just because um and then of course probably other ones are going to grab it from apple Podcasts. but um but officially it's on apple podcast just because uh until we get kind of the format good so maybe by the 10th episode I'll push it out uh, actually to the, you know, the Google podcast. And uh, I guess Spotify is the other you know, big one. Um, trying to think of a lot of people use Stitcher. Um, I don't know if I want to use Stitcher. I don't know. I haven't used to have, have, haven't had experience with Stitcher too much. So, but yep. yeah. I've
1: never heard of that one. So I, I, yeah, I'm in that same boat with you I have not had experience there with that. So Okay, well, I'm excited to hear about that. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait because I know how much work and time and blood, sweat, and tears you're putting into that over there. Um, So let's we get ready to wrap this up here. So, if you had one piece of advice that you would give to someone, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fine tune this question here. Bear with me for a minute. You have a business, a business owner, and they want to. they want to establish a system, some processes, do some programming, custom software, custom programming for their business to make their back-end systems smoother and, and ready to go. What would be the one piece of advice that you would give to that person to like, where to start with that? Like, how would they go about figuring, obviously contact you and get in touch with you to do those things. But like, is there something that they would need to have in place and establish and set up to go before they could actually take that kind of a step? What would be your advice for that? I
0: hope that. Makes- um, I know. I think the biggest piece is communicate with your their team members. Like what, d- d- depending on the scope of the, the, the business, um, but whoever's going to be using said tool or said whatever the the process is. So if you know somebody says, "Hey, you know," too many too often I see people, you know, or companies are like, okay, implement this. We're using that. And half the employees sort of use it. They still use their own way. And they try to, you know, cut and paste into other sections. And and it's just, it it doesn't make a good experience for within their own team and, you know, may frustrate them and may, you know, maybe, you know, force them to to leave um, or just, you know, just have, you know, chaos. So the biggest thing is just communicate with everybody that's going to be using it to figure out what do they, what are they doing? And and then from there, create tools or or find, you know, find, you know, come to someone like me or or someone that can create tools or or integrate tools into the way that their process needs to be done, you know, so of each department or each employee or team member, whatever they're doing, you know, helps them. So in other words, they shouldn't be bending and changing their own process to try to fit into some other tool or software that, um, that, they, that they just want bitches because they, they have it.
1: <laughs> gotcha. I love that. I love that. Thank you for that. All right. Well, thank you, Adam, for coming on and sharing with us today. You guys, he is an amazing human being and one of my good friends from clubhouse and over on Instagram. And I hope that you will look him up and connect with him. His information is going to be listed in the episode details. Um, so you'll be able to find all of that and we might just get lucky and be able to have that podcast link up and going over there. Um, if the timing is right. So thank you for listening in with us, Adam, again, thank you for taking time out of your day today to be here with me. I appreciate you and I appreciate you coming on and sharing what you do with everybody.
0: Yes. it's wonderful nice. to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, you guys. Thanks again. And we'll see you next time. Hey friends. Are we having fun yet? If you like what you're hearing here on the picture It podcast, I'd ask for you to do a girl a solid, go ahead and hit the subscribe button up there. Go ahead and turn on your notifications. That way you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops. If you would like to connect with me to say hi, to give me some topic ideas, or to come on as a guest speaker, please do. You can connect with me on Facebook or on Instagram at jwilsonpix. That's J-W-I-L-S-O-N-P-I-X.